Hi guys. How y'all doing? Welcome to Scripted Voices. In today's episode, we will be narrating X's play chase. Sit tight, relax, grab a coffee and enjoy. Carmen, 26. Five, three feet tall, Bob cut straight silver purple hair. Adorable, slim hourglass figure. She sits at the bar counter. She is in a short, tight tortilla leather skirt and a sleeveless midnight sheer lace blouse. She licks her lips and slightly raises her skirt to reveal a small, sharp knife. She takes it out and carefully grips. She slowly walks to a gentleman and a woman sitting at a table. The gentleman, unaware, Carmen grabs him and pins him on the wall. The knife inches from his neck. Blake's 27. Eyes widen in fear and discomfort. What the fuck, Carmen? The lady on the seat grips her purse firmly in panic. Blake, don't test me. Who is she? Carmen ushers at the lady. None of your business, Carmen. Get off me before you hurt someone. Carmen bangs Blake on the wall and tightens her grip on his shirt. Blake mouths to the bartender. Help me. Call the cops. The bartender quickly grabs his phone. Definitely someone. Carmen glowers at the lady. Her voice lowers suddenly. I thought it was just you and me, Blake, forever. Come on, Carmen, that was six years ago. It's over, Blake replies. Carmen chuckles hysterically. You're pissing me off, Blake. We don't like it when I'm pissed off. A female cop quickly gets in the bar and rushes to the scene. She grabs the knife from Carmen and cuffs her hands. Let's go, the cop commands. Carmen air kisses Blake. Until next time, baby. Blake runs his fingers through his hair and sits next to the woman. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? I should be the one asking. It doesn't happen often, does it? Restraining orders are a scam, Blake insists. Later that night, Carmen gets pushed in a cell and the cop spits on the floor. She rolls her eyes and curls up on her bed. Lou, 28, smokes looking at her other side of the bed. Back so soon, asks Lou. Carmen answers sarcastically, I never left. She looks at the wall and reviews a small calendar with several tick dates. Every single attempt and fail on the Blake pursuit. She takes out a small pencil from her bra and ticks. I'm coming for you, my love. The next morning, Carmen gets out of the cell handcuffed. They walk to the reception. Christine, 29, similar features to Carmen only blonde, is in a sophisticated milky satin camisole and a metal pencil skirt. Oh, thank God. Took you long enough, Carmen says joyfully. Christine thanks the cops and walks out of the building. Hey, 
Wait for me, Carmen calls out. See you around, Carmen, a cop teases. Carmen mimics her sarcastically. See you around, Carmen. Carmen follows Christine outside. Carmen, I can't keep coming for you, says Christine sternly. So, no hug, Carmen replies. No, I had a very important meeting today, but you had to bother that poor guy again, complains Christine. Carmen rolls her eyes. First of all, Blake is not poor. Secondly, we love each other. You just need to look close enough to see. Christine insists, sister, grow up, get a life. If this happens again, even my law school certificate and contacts can't get you out. It'll be jail time for sure. Well, if you say so, Christine, Carmen replies in a sing. A song. Quick question, you wouldn't have saved 10 bucks, would you? She asks with enthusiasm. Christine shakes her head and checks her purse. Here, just stop. You're creeping me out. You're creeping him out. This is not how we get love. Karma is a bitch, Carmen. Says the divorcee, Carmen rants. Christine shakes her head unbelievably. Yeah, I gotta go. Don't call me, she insists. Carmen yells, I'm just saying if you would held on a little longer, things would have been a little different. Christine gets in a taxi and leaves. A beautiful view of the sunset at the 22 bar. Carmen sips a beer in boredom. A hot gentleman covered in tattoos, late 20s, sits in a dark corner, his cold blue eyes piercing through the dark. Carmen feels a body behind her. Chase vibrantly calls out. Carmen. The hair at the back of her neck stands. Her smile quickly fades. She turns and to her horror. Chase, what are you doing here? Chase grabs a seat next to her facing the crowd. What do you mean? What I'm doing here? Aren't you happy to see me? Carmen slowly shakes her head in fear. I thought you were in prison. Were? I'm out. You're not the only one with people in the system, Carmen. Sure, hurt you put me in there for loving you so dearly. But all is forgiven. Harass. Harass is the word not love, Carmen points out. You want me to show you love? Chase moves closer to her face. Get off my face, Chase. I promise I'll scream. Carmen threatens. Chase pulls back and rationalizes. Bar equals music equals dancing equals screaming. So, the screaming thing would be very appropriate, don't you think? Carmen breaks the beer bottle and holds it firmly. They took my knife away, but I promise you, I work well with a broken beer bottle. Chase shrugs. I don't doubt it. Carmen whispers. Leave me alone. I'm not your Carmen anymore. I will not cave. See what you don't get is 
We were meant to be together, Chase points out. Carmen trembles. I don't belong to you, Chase. I don't belong to an egoistic narcissist. A bouncer comes in between them. Well, uh, we don't entertain bar fights. Whatever is going on here, take it outside. Carmen rushes outside where it rains. She closes her eyes and breathes out heavily. Carmen feels a grip on her hand. Let go of me. Chase smirks. Carmen, obsessive lover girls belong to egoistic narcissists. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in. I hope you liked the story. Don't forget to like and follow for more juicy episodes. See you in the next one. Bye.